Welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. Welcome back into the Dynasty Nerds Show. Rich is gone this week, but I am stepping into the host seat. And with me is Matt O'Hara. Matt, how's it going? Hey, hey, man. I'm doing well. How are you? And Jared Wackerly. How's it going, buddy? What's up? The three of us have a very special show planned tonight. We are going to be doing a startup Superflex mock draft. We each have three different spots. This was not done ahead of time, so we are doing this live. Do it so live. All the reactions, all of the frustrations, all of that will be coming to you live uh in this recording so not live but recorded live for us uh but before we do that let me tell you guys about our friends at underdog that's right underdog is the easiest place to play fantasy football the best ball mania four is live right now i have too many teams on there because (laughs) i am sure i'm going to win three million dollars so nerds is going to be looking a little bit different next year, folks, because I'm uh, bringing in the Benjamins. Uh, early retirement. Early retirement. You know what? I don't think I could. I would be so bored. I'd have to do something. But uh, but that's why I'm here at Nerds doing stuff. Uh, Best Ball Mania. You can join in a tournament. You can draft as many teams as you would like. But look, this is the best place to play that best ball. But better yet, you can pair it up with an amazing offer that we have right now. If you use promo code NERDS, deposit $10 there, they'll match it for $10. Up to, all the way up to $100. So you put in $100, they'll match it $100. But even if you just do 10, you will get a full year of the Dynasty NERDS GM, the full package, Nerd Herd, all of it together for one year. That is an incredible deal. I still can't believe it's actually real uh, that we can get away with doing this. If you have any desire at all to get in there and make sure that your teams are the best teams ever, you have any desire to hear an extra podcast, to see the nerd scores, go to Underdog, deposit $10, use promo code NERDS, and you will get a full year of the GM plus NerdHerd bundle. All right. Plus, Let's get into just this. released our app, Garrett. We just released our That's app. That's true. We did just release the app as well. So all of that you can see right there on your phone. iOS, Android is coming out at some point. I will not be like Rich and say an exact date because I don't know. We're uh, testing it, bugs on it tomorrow, Android. We're te- we can we're promise that it we for are beta testing. testing bugs. We don't know if, what If that you're means. in the Discord, then you're most likely going to be able to get a link and you're going to be able to beta test it. Let us know what bugs there are, and we can fix them up, and then we're going to re- release it publicly probably about a week or two. Perfect. I'm riching look it up. You, I was going to say, look at you riching it up. I'm man. always getting it Excellent. off, getting on him, getting it on. I know. Getting it on, always getting <laughs> it on, Jared. All right. Uh, <laughs> let's get it on right now. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get it on with this Startup Superflex mock. Now, there, we want to do tight end premium, but there's really no good way in the just the mocks to factor in all those scoring settings. So it's just a super flex startup. Uh, Right now, I have the fifth spot. Matt has the eighth spot. Jared, you have the 12th spot. We were going to do third round reversal because Jared wanted to because he was 12th, 
but I'm fifth. And I said, I don't want that. So we it's didn't do it. It's the only way to play these days, man. You messed up. <laughs> Matt, when, before we, before I hit start, do you like to go into these startups with any sort of set plan? Do you like to kind of let the draft come to you or do you have like a set plan early and then you adjust as you go? I'm always I'm always going to make adjustments as this thing kind of goes. I, I have a very loose plan usually, um, mm-hmm. but there's going to be a point, you know, round two, round three, where something weird is going to happen in every single draft, it seems to. And you just got to be able to move on your feet a little bit there and kind of um, see how this draft has fallen and make decisions on the fly pretty quick. So that's what we're going to see here today. I mean, right now I have a plan. We'll see if yeah. that kind of holds up through the first three or four rounds, right? I'm going to ruin it. Jared, do you, are you a guy that like you have to get a quarterback with one of your first two picks? Yes. Yes. Or are you willing to play it fast and loose? hundred percent in super flex. Um, It'll be interesting to see like who falls to me at, at 12, given there's a lot of computers making the pick here in the mock. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm always trying to come away with two like top end quarterbacks, top 12 quarterbacks. If I can, Uh, whether that's by trading up and getting, you know, pairing up like Josh Allen with Lamar Jackson somehow, like trading a future first and then maybe dropping back from my third round picks, trying to pick that first back up from someone else, something like that. Gotcha. Um, I am trying to get two quote unquote elite quarterbacks if I can. Yeah. And at the 12, you're missing that kind of top tier, but you're getting a lot of guys hopefully in that second tier still. We'll see how this draft plays out. All right. And, and that's kind of why hit. I wanted, that's kind of why I wanted to pick eight. Sorry, before you go is because I yeah. know I'm going to get one good quarterback and I want to kind of see how that, that um, the comeback comes here at two five. I want to see exactly who I'm going to get there. Cause that that one's going to be a big determinant kind of how sure. I go. So that's kind of well, why I picked and, that spot. And I'm starting it right now. And that's part of the reason that I picked one five because there's five quarterbacks. I want to make sure that I get one of them. Josh Allen went four. So, yeah, Josh Allen fell a little bit further than expected. Uh, Patrick Mahomes won one. Jalen Hurts won two. Joe Burrow won three. Josh Allen won four. That puts me on the clock here. And for me, there was a tier of those four guys and Justin Herbert. So I'm going to take Justin Herbert here. Pretty easy pick for me. There were, you know, Chase and Jefferson and then some younger quarterbacks like Fields and Lawrence. But for me, that was a pretty easy pick, Justin Herbert there. Jefferson and Chase went next. Matt, you're on the clock. What are you thinking here, homie? Oh, man. So, yeah, you know, for me, this is going to be a pretty easy pick. I'm going to I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to grab um, Trevor Lawrence here. He was the guy I was hoping would fall to me at eight, and I wasn't sure he was going to actually make it. So I'm pretty happy to get him here, and I'm just going to go ahead and grab him. If yeah, I hit the no, right, I if if I hit the right button anyway, um, and there we go. <laughs> See how this goes. Oh, you did it. Yeah, I got it. All and, right. Oh so, yeah. man. <laughs> All right. So lots of quarterbacks going here, but right after Trevor Lawrence, Ceedee Lamb went, then Justin Fields, Lamar Jackson. You have back to back picks here, Jared, at one twelve and two one. Maybe some of the quarterbacks you were hoping might fall there probably didn't. But there are still some good names on the board. Are you willing to take guys like Dak, Watson, or are you going to pivot a little bit here? Why did I pick two picks in a row? I got it. There's a lot going on, and it's a quick clock. So I'm I, definitely. I can pause it here. I'm going to pause no, it. Give you some time to think. Okay. Um, I know I'm taking Deshaun Watson here. Okay. Uh, I think 
having the couple years off and the no training camp last year. He didn't look good last year, but there's plenty of excuses to be had there. Um, and I'll give it to him. I They've put a ton of a wep- weapons around him. He was once a top five ADP startup pick. I think he's going to come back strong this year, and he's going to give you that ground floor. So I'm going to take Watson. Um, okay. And I, I, I'm going to pair him up with A.J. Brown. Um, I'm always right. grabbing receivers and startups. That's who I like to build on after I get those quarterbacks. Just the longevity of the position versus running back. I try to stay away from running back, to be honest, in, sure. in startups. I'll trade back if I need to. Um, if there's like a large tier of players there, trade back into the the back end of a tier. Hold on. I'm like all over the place trying to make these picks. You're Deshaun good. Right. Watson. I'll, I'll start the clock again. All Go right, ahead and start it. Let me take him. All right. And then I'm going A.J. Brown. All right. So Watson, A.J. Brown, and the quarterbacks dried up a little bit at that point. Garrett Wilson, 2-2. So he's really skyrocketed up boards recently. Christian McCaffrey then at 2-3. Wow. That's that's happened more often than I'm comfortable with personally. Matt, are you comfortable with Christian McCaffrey there at 2-3? Or would that age scare you off in the second round? I was going to say, the uh, you know, being 27, I, you know, you love the production and he's a great fit in the offense yeah. there, but 27 years old, that's a little bit too, too rich for my blood at this point. You know what I mean? Uh, I'd love to see him go somewhere later in this round or, or early somewhere in the third. I, I'd be okay sure. with him there. I, but this early in the second round is, is just too high for me. Um, now, I know you're not an early running back guy, but right after him, Jonathan Taylor went – but you could argue two of the top backs are still available in Bijan Robinson and Brees Hall. Either one of those in consideration here at 2-5? No, not at all. Uh, not at all. All right, well, I'm going to resume the draft. And I'm going to let you take who you want here and tell us why. Okay. Um, for me, I'm I'm going to have to go another quarterback here because there's some that are, that still presents a value. I'm kind of – I'm kind of in between two two players here. I, I don't want Kyler Murray, even though he's probably the uh, probably probably the highest upside guy. Um, but I have Ty Law already. I think I'm going to go Dak Prescott. I know he's a little bit older, um, but for me, I just I really do like the production um, that we've seen from him. So I'm going to go two solid guys. I feel like at quarterback with um, Lawrence like and then Dak and there. then Dak Prescott. Yeah, and I'm jumping for joy. Because right after Dak went Amon Ross St. Brown and Saquon wow. Barkley. All right, so Bijan Robinson is still on the board. I'm doing a happy dance. This is fantastic value for him. I don't think normally he's making it past the turn. Uh, so I'm going to take Bijan Robinson. The elite upside, the youth are just too much to pass up. So right after him, we have Brees Hall, Jalen Waddle, Chris Olave. And then I, I want to talk about this, too, because I always struggle with this, and this is not abnormal either, but Travis Kelsey just went at 212. I know the borderline guaranteed number one overall tight end, if not at least top three tight end barring injury, but at best you have three years? I yeah. mean, that's probably best-case scenario. You know, Jared, are you comfortable taking him in the second round? Or do you need more youth that early? I mean, he gives you such a clear advantage at the position. and But you're locking yourself into a, a build. Like, you're going win now, and you're locking yourself in at the end of the second round. And that's 
it's just too early for me. I'd rather take a receiver or another quarterback. Uh, they paired him up with Bryce Young, but it's, that's just too early to take Travis Kelsey for me. I'm not trying to lock myself into win now already. He did get the Mahomes-Kelsey stack, which is kind of cool. It's nice, though. yeah. You know, that is pretty and, nice. And that's what I was going to uh, say, so too, then Bryce was, was the stack. The stack was, was pretty crucial, and they got you Bryce cool Young. with that, Matt? Uh, listen, you mentioned it. He does give such a clear an obvious advantage at that position that I mean, I understand if somebody did it, I, I wouldn't be the person that did it though. How about that? You know what I mean? I, I, I would wait and, and probably take one of these yeah. younger guys in another round or so. Um, so, I mean, his ADP, according to our ADP that we, that we gather by doing live drafts, shout out to Peter is three Oh seven. So, I mean, that's a, that's almost, half a round reach there. So um, real quickly, a guy that in our ADP is going a lot higher than sleepers ADP, uh, Anthony Richardson off the board at three, three. Now, Matt, looking back at it, and I know we had a, like a little bit of a glitch in the settings, but would you consider Anthony Richardson over Dak Prescott or, are you are you more comfortable playing it safe with a guy like that? Um, yeah, no, I, I, especially in the first two two picks, I wouldn't be picking him that high. Um, if I if I picked a quarterback and then somebody else, and I got to the third round and he was there, uh, I would feel a lot more comfortable. You know what I mean? As my uh, high yeah. upside, um, <clears throat> super flex type of guy that could really develop and and turn into your number one guy as a superstar type of guy, or, you know, he could be a guy that busts out and maybe you go a little bit safer in rounds six or seven with another quarterback. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So that's, if sure. I, that would be the strategy. It, it, I wouldn't do it, you know, uh, above Dak Prescott. Cause I just think, you know, exactly what you're getting from a guy like Dak um, and Anthony Richardson. He's just such a wild card. So I, I don't think I would, I wouldn't have done him in place of Dak Prescott uh, at two. Uh, what was I? No, two, five. Sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because his his ADP nerds wise, not sleeper wise, but nerds wise, is like right around that turn. Um, mm. So this is pretty far for him to fall. Now <clears throat> I'm up at one five. I have I have Herbert and Bijan, so I have a fairly young team right now. Uh, a team that you know from these two could still obviously compete, but it is a little bit of a younger build. I'm considering a quarterback here because I do like getting my quarterback situation figured out within the first three or four rounds. But I don't love C.J. Stroud or Kyler Murray here, and I might be able to get some players later that I just think are a little bit better value in Superflex. And there's a player staring me in the face with a young build like this. I know that there's risk, and I know that it's not tight end premium, but it's really hard not to take Kyle Pitts in the third round. If he can become the guy that we think he can be, this is a steal in the third round. But so far, we just haven't seen it all quite come together yet. Are you guys comfortable taking somebody that hasn't been proven yet this early, especially in a non-tight end premium? Or am I reaching a little bit taking Kyle Pitts at three five? Oh, I feel like I feel like you know he's a potential big time difference maker, and and obviously he did it his rookie <laughs> season last last year was a bit of a step back. The whole offense as a whole in Atlanta was just really bad last year. So it's hard to figure exactly what his value is. Um, 
so I do feel like this is a high upside but potential swing and a miss type of pick right here this early. Sure. Um, but I'm okay with it for for Kyle Pitts because I, I do think I believe in I believe in the the player and I believe that he, he, you know his long term future is going to be bright. So I, I like it, man. So it's just it's risky, obviously, but He's, I like it. Sure. Yeah, I mean he had a great rookie year, and I think Desmond Ritter is an upgrade at, as a passer than uh, Mariota last year. Sure. Um, went on the field together in 2022. Pitts averaged uh, 30% target share with Drake London. So when London and Pitts were on the field together, and then he also had a 41% air yardage share. That's per uh, Jacob Gibbs on Twitter. That's so, huge. I mean, it's just the, the passes were all off target. I, for, I saw a stat about his off target percentage, like the passes he was throwing, and it was like crazy high. I don't have it in front of me, but... I mean, he gives you such an advantage. I think when all the cards like fall fall right, like he's going to give you such an advantage, and I would have taken him there too. All right, Matt, you are on the clock. But before you pick, third round is shaped out like this. <clears throat> Bryce Young at 3-1. 3-2, we've had T. Higgins. Anthony Richardson at 3-3. Stephon Diggs at 3-0-4. Kyle Pitts, 3-0-5. Tyree Kill, 3-6. Gibbs at 3-7, and now you are up at 3-8. Matt, what are you thinking with this one? Um, so 3-8 right now, I'm looking at the board, and I've seen a lot of really good <clears throat> young wide receivers come off the board, and I'm super jealous. So I'm starting to, I'm starting <laughs> to look at the wide receiver um, kind of crop and see who's left. And I'm looking at, you know, Michael Pittman. I'm looking at Devontae Smith. I'm looking at Drake London, Christian Watson, these types of players. Um DJ Moore, Jerry Judy, those guys are a little bit lower down the list. Um, but for me, it's Devontae Smith. I know this is, you know, he's going to be playing number two fiddle here a little bit to uh, A.J. Brown for the remainder. Um, but he's just so talented. And I think he finished last last season as a wide receiver one or borderline wide receiver one. Yeah, he yeah. did. Um, so we know he's got the – I think he was nine, nine or, or ten. ten. That's what it was in my brain. Um, so I know he's got the talent and he's in a great offense. So Devontae Smith, I think, is he's going to be my cornerstone piece there at the wide receiver, and I like it. I like it. All right, Kenneth Walker, Austin Eckler, and then Kyler Murray off the board. Jared, you are on the clock at 312. Let me pause it for you while you tell us who you're thinking. Yeah, I don't even know who I'm going to take now. <laughs> I, I, was, I was going to take uh... – Kyler Murray, because he was about to fall to me, and then the team right before me sniped me again, man. Got yep. me in the first round with Lamar Jackson. Good. He is doing good. Uh, <clears throat> he's got a nice team with Murray, Jackson, and Garrett Wilson there. Uh, so I have Deshaun Watson. I have A.J. Brown. Um, I think I'm going to pair him up with another young receiver that I like a lot. Um, kind of the same talking points that we just went over with Kyle Pitts. Uh, I'm going to take Drake London. Yeah. So if you can... Unpause yep. it for me. I will make that selection. Oh, I got to make two picks in a row. I'll make the pick for you. You can trade it to me. I wish I could trade back because that's what <laughs> I like to do. Like I, I do. I move around drafts, the draft a lot. The slow drafts, man. I'll I'll send everyone an offer that I like, and then you know whoever comes back and we start talking, then we kind of go from there. But yep. uh, I've seen you do that. Yeah, I, I have. Uh, I'm looking at Mark Andrews now here on the board. Let's take another one of these elite tight ends. Give me an advantage at the position. Um, so, Matt, 
back to you. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Right. I was going to take Mark Andrews. Um, so I'm pretty bummed about that right now. That was my plan all along. Um, if he fell, obviously, but I'm going to have to. So after I took Andrews and went Cooper Cup at 4-2, Josh Jacobs at 4-3, and then Travis Etienne at 4-4. Man, those two teams going heavy at running back. Three running backs apiece already. Yeah, that's big time, man. Um, the running backs are starting to dry up a little bit. I'm not all that afraid of that. Um, it's not gonna. I'm not gonna make a move quite yet in that position. I don't think because there are some players that I like still on the board that are down a bit on the ADP list. Yeah, we. St- um, sure. Yes, yeah, so we still have Jackson Smith and Jigba, DK Metcalf. Um, Tua is still available if you want that, to grab and, your second quarterback. And honestly, that's what I'm looking at. I, I've got, I've already have two quarterbacks, but at this point, the quarterbacks, there's some teams out there that only have one quarterback. and yeah. or none. not how I play there's either. Two that have none. Or two that have none. Yeah, so <laughs> I might be able to come in here, grab Tua, and, and really kind of have that have that barter chip for later on um, and, and be able to kind of – maybe get back one of these wide receivers that I'm not really liking right now, you know, that, that already got drafted. Um, Cause I don't love any of these guys right here. I feel like a lot of these guys are kind of in the same boat. So I think I am going to go to Stroud's fallen too. He is falling and I'm going to let him keep falling. I'm going to take two. I love that offense. <sighs> I love the player. Um, as long as he stays, right yeah, as long as he stays healthy, I think Tua is going to be a monster. So, well, Jared sniped you, and in return, you sniped me because uh, I was 100% taking two of there. Loved the value uh, in the fourth round. C.J. Stroud also fell quite a bit. I'm seeing him go around that 2-3 turn often, uh, so he fell about a round and a half compared to what I'm used to seeing out of him. So uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba then went right after C.J. Stroud. I am now on the clock, and... I'll be honest, I'm uh, I'm a little frustrated because then I was like, all right, it's okay. I'll just pair up Justin Herbert with Jackson Smith and Jigba, and that's going to be a great pairing long term. He went right there, so I'm I'm hurting a little bit right now. But I think what I have to do is, even though there's a chance that he could fall to the fifth, Daniel Jones' ADP is rising, and I do like what he offers as far as a passer uh, and a runner. Dable really did a lot. And once again, you know, second year, all those pieces together. So we should see something even better this year from Daniel Jones than we saw last year. So uh, I I am going to go and take my quarterback here and not risk not having a second guy that I really like. So Daniel Jones off the board at 4-8. Najee Harris, DK Metcalf, Devontae Adams, and Nick Chubb round out the fourth round. And then in the fifth, Christian Watson, Ramondre Stevenson, Tony Pollard, and TJ Hawkinson. So the tight end landscape has dried up, which, Matt, you normally get in on the tight ends uh, at this point. So I'm kind of surprised to not see your team have a tight end. Is it just kind of how the board fell? Hey, man, it happens. Like I said, you got to be able to kind of roll with the punches. I got scooped on Mark Andrews. Um, Kelsey was gone, and I was hoping Hawkinson was going to fall to me. Um and it never, it, you know, he got picked right here before you even got a chance to go. So, um, I'll I'll find one, two, three, four, five later on, and <laughs> I'll load up. Don't worry. Um, but I didn't get my high I'm end. Sure yeah, will. I didn't get my high end guy. So we'll see. 
So for me here at this point, I feel like I should go wide receiver. Um, This is very late in the draft for me to not have a wide receiver. Now I have two quarterbacks and a super flex, which is important. And I have a tight end, which, you know, getting an elite tight end is, is something that I like to get when it, the board falls, right? I don't want to force it. uh, But when the board falls, right, I do like to get one of those guys. But at this point, there's just so many receivers that I like that I still feel like I can get in the next two, three, four rounds. And that's something I'm seeing often in these startups is there's just so much depth at wide receiver in the league right now that I'm willing to wait at wide receiver much longer than I used to. So I'm going to get my boy. I'm going to get Javante Williams here uh, with this pick. (laughs) I'm sorry. You took your sweatshirt on. I know I should. I I could go get it. I could go get it. Um, so Javante Williams, the other guy I was actually considering was even J.K. Dobbins because his ADP I still think is way too low. Uh, but I'm going to take Javante Williams. Feel really good about it. All the reports are really really positive. Uh, who knows for sure what's going to happen? We'll get a lot more information the closer we get to the season. But right now it sounds like he's at a better pace than what J.K. Dobbins was. You know, and a lot of times those injuries are kind of compared, even though JK injured a, a whole nother ligament that Javante Williams didn't, people still like to compare those two. So I'm feeling good about him. I'm feeling good about that new offense. I think things will be uh, wheels up for Javante Williams, maybe not right away in the season, but but midway through the year, we should start to see something close to the vintage Javante that we we know and love. So Matt, you're up at five eight. Um, so. 5'8", uh, I was looking at Javante Williams as well. Um, I do need running backs at this point, and, and I do feel like uh, on a, in, a, in a similar vein as to what you were talking about there, none of the wide receivers are jumping off the board still. They all they all feel like they're in the same kind of group, probably seven, eight, nine of them, so I feel pretty comfortable waiting uh, probably another round um, on wide receivers. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go DeAndre Swift since you took Javante Williams. Um, obviously going from Detroit where he played basically last season on what amounted to a, a high ankle sprain and I think a sprained shoulder as well, um, moves on to the Philadelphia Eagles. Great situation where I think he's going to be a guy that really grabs the reins there and kind of takes takes a hold of that job. Um, so uh, Swift is, is a high-end guy, and, and I'm glad that I finally – got my running back, my first running back, and Swift, I think he's going to be able to carry the mail for me. So I like it, man. Perfect. All right, right after Swift. Well, actually, let me give you the entirety of the fifth round. So Christian Watson, Ramondre Stevenson, Tony Pollard, TJ Hawkinson. I took Javante at 5'5", Quinton Johnston, Michael Pittman, DeAndre Swift, and then Derek Henry, Debo Samuel, George Kittle at 5'11". Jared, you're up with back-to-back picks. That I am. Um, <laughs> you sound oh, thrilled. I know. It's just, uh, it's, dude, doing these mock drafts with the computer, it's like they go so fast, you know, and you're sitting here trying to compare it to 80. I'm, I'm just so used to doing dynasty slow drafts. Slow, you get eight hours. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, man. Um, all right. Throw me into the fire. Unpause it, I mean. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Um, all right, so I'm gonna take Dobbins here. I'm sticking to my board, uh, grabbing my my running back. He looked he looked good towards the end of the year last year, and I, hoping, praying for his sake, he stays healthy 
And if he does, I mean, I think he's still a very good running back. Um, and then after him, I, man, I don't know what to do here. I, I'm, I'm leaning Terry McLaurin because okay. I just, I love Terry McLaurin. Um, I think Sam sure? Howell is actually going to be pretty good for him. Um, I think Brandon Ayuk is presenting good value. And uh, Marquise Brown, dude, he's like so far down. But so I think undervalued. I think he's I so undervalued. Drafted so much Marquise Brown this offseason in the anticipation of the Hopkins move. So, Jared, you have 10 seconds. Do you need me to pause it or are you good? Um, let's see. So, uh, I'm pressure makes diamonds. Right. Come on, man. Quit pausing it. <laughs> oh, I got to scroll. It'll, it. it'll auto pick for him and, and he's going to get like Blake Portals. Blake Portals. Blake Portals. That's a Defy pick. It stands for Caleb Williams. All right. Unpausing. Nice. All right. I'm taking McLaurin. There we go. All right. Got it. Terry McLaurin, DJ Moore, Jerry Judy, Jordan Addison. So a little run on wide receivers there. You going to add to that run there, Matt? I yeah, I definitely am. And unfortunately, a lot of like, you know, I was I was looking at two of those guys as as players I was gonna pick. Um at this point, I am gonna go ahead and grab Brandon Ayuk. Um I like the value there. I there's been a lot of talk about him and buzz about him. Um just he's just such a good route runner and so explosive laterally. Um, that I, that I really do think this might be his breakout kind of season. So I'm going to grab Brandon Ayuk, pair him up with Devontae Smith, and I and I do feel like I've I'm, I've got some good explosive talent at the position uh, moving forward. So Ayuk's coming home. Yeah. All right. So right after Ayuk, Traylon Burks, which that was that was the route I was going there, uh, and then Damian Pierce. Now the top guy right now is George Pickens. I do not understand the George Pickens hype to this level when there's guys after him like Calvin Ridley, Chris Godwin, Jamison Williams. Like, there's a lot of other receivers I would much rather have as uh, teammate over top. Yeah, yeah, even his teammate Deontay Johnson, who we've been talking about, what a crazy good value he is. So, I'm I've got a very young team overall, and I'm just going to lean into it. I'm missing the first six games, but I like Jamison Williams. Yep. I like the speed. He could end up being there. It's hard to know if he's going to truly be their number one receiver with Damn. Amon Ra there, but he has a shot to be that guy. And if this can develop into the offense that we think it could be, they could both be very fantasy relevant. I know Jared Goff isn't, you know, God's gift to fantasy football at the quarterback position, but he did make both Robert Woods and Cooper Cup very fantasy relevant receivers at the same time. So we know it can absolutely be done. And when you add in one of the best offensive lines in football there, that's going to give him the time to get deep and get Jamison Williams. So uh, right after Williams went, Calvin Ridley, George Pickens, Joe Mixon, Chris Godwin, Zay Flowers, and then back-to-back tight ends, uh, Dallas Goddard, Dalton Kincaid, and then Kenny Pickett off the board uh, right before my next pick. So I am right back up. And I talked about this guy as a, an undervalued asset right now. Don't. And I'm going to take Jahan Dotson. Uh, uh, I'm putting my money where my mouth is. I really like Jahan Dotson. 
put up awesome numbers as a rookie, but he doesn't get nearly the respect that a lot of the other players in his class did, even though all this did this dude did was put up touchdowns. Like I don't understand how he isn't taken in the same rounds as, you know, Burks and Jameson Williams, but it happens every draft. He falls a round or two below those guys, and I do not understand it. So a little little mini run here on uh, quarterbacks three of the last four with Pickett. Then I took Dotson, Great. Kirk Cousins, Jared Goff, and then you are up, Matt O'Hare. I am up. Give me a pause for a second here because I'm going to need a second. I got you. <laughs> um, Catch your breath. Yeah. No, this this tight end run with, with Goddard and Kincaid, those are the last two guys I really wanted as my tight end ones. Yeah, um, I know. And it's got me thrown off. I'm I'm pretty annoyed at this point. Uh, that I I'm I'm really gonna have to settle now for for guys and and kind of streamline or you know stream the tight end position and and shoot for the moon with some of these rookies, um, so I'm not ready to do it yet. I just wanted to talk about my annoyance at the position. Right. Um, well, we need to vent. This is this is a good time to be able to just you know get all that off your chest and and uh, you know just just vent your frustrations. And while you're venting and thinking and 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 trying to decide what your next pick's going to be. Why don't I tell everybody about FFPC? FFPC, launched in 2010, is the home of the largest high-stake dynasty leagues in the community of fantasy football. We're talking over 1,000 active leagues and new startups forming daily. We're talking $100 entries, which, not too bad. I mean, it's, it's high stakes, but it's not like high stakes. So it's affordable, but then if you're like, yo, I really want to play high stakes, they have up to $5,000 entries. You win that, you're you're literally making like the median average salary in the country Ooh. if you win that league. Like it's it's pretty wild. So go over to myffpc.com, look for the dynasty page. You can look at all the orphans, all that kind of stuff. But when you go to make your purchase of a team, an orphan, Start up, whatever you want to do, make sure you use promo code NERDS. That's promo code NERDS, and you will get $25 off your new entry. Promo code NERDS at myffpc.com. All right, Matt, did I stall long enough for you to know what you want to do here at 7-8? You did. No, I mean, I'm I'm looking at the quarterbacks. I've obviously got three of them, so I'm kind of – I'm going to wait on that a little bit longer. Sure. Um the wide receivers, there's still a bunch, like you were saying, and and the tight ends I already discussed. So I'm 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 gonna hone in here at the second running back. I, I looked at the running back list. There's one guy that kind of just shoots right out at me, and it's it's Miles Sanders. Yeah. I'm gonna grab him. I feel like he's the last remaining guy that is locked into a, a big time three down role, uh, moving to Carolina this this offseason. So Sanders is the guy I'm really going with. Holy, did, did Jared wow. just make both picks? I did. In the time I was talking? I seriously, I it I felt did. like it was computer picks. He picked that fast. <laughs> my oh, goodness. Talk, talk about it. Hold on. So All after right. I made my pick, it was Trey Lance. <laughs> it was Pat Fryermuth. It uh, was Rashad White. And then Jared had back-to-back picks. Go ahead, Jared. Yeah, I took uh, Marquise Brown, the uh, – He's going to be a target hog this year in Arizona. They're going to be bad. They're going to be throwing the ball a lot. And, I mean, when he was healthy last year, he was great. So He was. Um, I think he's going to keep rising up startup draft boards. His current ADP is uh, 7.09, so kind of right in that range. Uh, but I was pretty happy he fell to me. I was staring at him, and then I had to grab my, my second quarterback. And, 
I mean, this is not how I typically play. I would try to trade up if I can um, after grabbing Deshaun Watson earlier or um, even tr- trying to trade with one of those guys still like during the draft who had got like Herbert, um, Burrow, Lawrence, and giving them what they want to get one of those elite guys. But I took Geno Smith, um, signed that three-year deal with Seattle, looked great last year. Uh, he's got weapons, man. So I think he's going to uh, have another good season. Um, and, I mean, he was great for fantasy purposes last year. So uh, I'm pretty happy with him being my second quarterback. Yeah, and I think that's a very good pick. I think he has the potential to be that very solid quarterback, like 10 to 16 range for fantasy football, which is like really, really solid for your quarterback too. But we know that there is some risk with Geno. He hasn't done it long term. Mm-hmm. Are you considering drafting your third quarterback sooner rather than later to kind of help insulate that risk? Or do you feel confident enough in him that you don't feel like you have to force that? I mean, if like Aaron Rodgers comes back around to me or uh, mm-hmm. Jordan Love, uh, I would definitely consider them. Uh, they, they probably won't just given what how about the draft board. Derek Carr. Will fall. Yeah, Derek Carr. Um, I, I I hate Derek Carr, actually. <laughs> I, I just think he's terrible. Um, Maybe a Purdy? Little yeah, Purdy? Brock Purdy. That's who I would target. There uh, you his go. ADP is about 10.09 in our ADP. So uh, if I could maybe grab him at the turn next time around, I would consider it. Perfect. All right. I think we're going to – we'll finish out this eighth round, and we'll we'll kind of break down – what we think of our teams at that point. And then we're going to do rounds nine through 20 in the nerd herd episode. You guys good with that? I'm totally fine with that. Yep. All right. Perfect. So Matt, you are up pick eight, five here so far on your team, Trevor Lawrence, Dak Prescott, Tua at quarterback. You got two running backs, Swift and Sanders, and then Devonte Smith and Brandon. Ayuk at wide receiver. What pick are you making at eight, five? This is tough for me, you know what I mean? Because uh, I feel like I need to end the show with a bang here. <laughs> so I want to make a pick based, com- based completely on my heart. And and But then that, there's another side of me that, that wants to pull a strategy with the tight ends. Um, all right, I What's know what I'm going to do. strategy with the tight ends? Tell us. Well, no, I, I'm gonna end up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna end up going with the tight ends. I'm gonna I'm gonna grab Darren Waller here because I think he's in a great position to to thrive in the short term. I'm gonna have to, you know, obviously back him up with a younger quarterback or I mean a younger tight end somewhere later in the draft. Leonard Fournette, a Le- Leonard Fournette type, yes, top seven yeah. guy forever, um, uh. but young, but a young Leonard Fournette. You know what I mean? <laughs> young um, Lenny, right? Um, I, w- I wanted to end the show with a bang because I keep looking at Mike Williams and the, oh. the, the wide receivers are dwindling. They're dwindling. You can um, wax poetic. I just well, Mike but, Williams' ADP is about eleven one right now. I know. I, I I'm looking at the same ADP as you, but he's he's <laughs> staring at me at the queue, and, and he's the like, heart wants what the heart wants. Exactly. Oh, the queue is the queue. There's only I like use that. Yeah, you should use that. There's like five guys ahead of him in the queue. So I'm worried that regardless of our ADP, that he is going to be taken by this stinking computer somewhere before I can get him. So um, I'm regardless, I'm going to make that. I'm going to make the pick. Pause it. No, I got it. I got oh, it. Oh, he made it. I'm going to make he the pick of Darren Waller. And, and, Professional. Yeah, of course. And um, 
and hope and pray that next show I'll get Mike Williams at some point. There we go. All right. I know so that leaves me and I'm debating my third quarterback here. Uh, Russell Wilson is a guy that I've talked about before. I think he's uh, very undervalued still. I like the situation with Sean Payton. I have talked about Aaron Rodgers too, how if you are a team that you think you can win now, he's such a good buy. But there is a wide receiver we've touched on a lot, and I can't not take him here. Deontay Johnson, I think, is one of the best values in fantasy football right now. Uh, I did a little short video on how historically unlucky he was. He had 147 targets last year and no touchdowns. Before that, the wide receiver with the most targets in a single season without a touchdown was at 110. So he's literally setting records for most targets without a touchdown. Average six and a half touchdowns per year before that. So he is going to be just fine. This offense will be better than it was. So I feel good about him. I still think he's crazy undervalued. And you mentioned it like under your breath, Jared, but I would take Deontay Johnson over top of George Pickens. Me too. Right right now, George Pickens is being taken basically two full rounds ahead of Deontay Johnson. And it makes literally no sense to me. It's it's all on hype and not on numbers or anything like that. So I, I don't get it. All right, Jared, break down your first eight rounds for us and uh, tell us kind of what you're thinking going into the second half of this draft. Okay, so Deshaun Watson at 112 for me, that's pretty typical uh, based on his ADP. I was really hoping Lamar Jackson would fall to me, but I've said it like three times on this. I, I, I'm, excuse me, in most startup drafts, I'm, I'm going to try to trade up and and grab a second top quarterback uh, at the turn, then I grabbed AJ Brown. I really like to build on young, good wide receivers that are proven. Um, AJ Brown, his uh, his numbers are elite to start his career, and I don't see that changing. Um, then it came back around to me again at the turn. I took Drake London. Again, he may not have a good season this year, but if they're really bad and they possibly land like Caleb Williams next year. I mean, sky's the limit, but we'll see how Desmond Ritter is. I think he's going to be a better passer than what they had last year, and Drake London was still pretty good. So um, after him, I took Mark Andrews. I like to land one of the top tight ends if I can, if the board falls right to me. Um, I'm really happy to grab Mark Andrews. J.K. Dobbins, again, another guy that I felt like kind of fell to me, and I had to grab him based on my rankings. Um, Then I went Terry McLaurin, Marquise Brown, two more receivers that are proven. Still pretty young. McLaurin, I think he's like 28 and a half, so he's he's getting up there. Um, I may look to to offload him if I can. Um, And then Geno Smith, to round out the end of my eighth round. Picked up my second quarterback way later than I typically would, but I'm pretty happy with Geno being my my second quarterback. But going into these later rounds here, I'm definitely going to see if I can grab a running back, uh, one of these veterans that are falling in the draft due to age and just being a running back. Uh, I think I do have a team that could compete this year. I'm not looking like I'm going to like do a, um, a, a punt, one-year punt. I think I could possibly compete. So 
you know, there's no trades obviously in a mock draft, but I, I would be looking to make some moves and trying to grab some of these win now pieces here as we get later yeah. into these later rounds. Love it. Matt, break down your uh, your first date for us. All right, man. So I started uh, in round one, got Trevor Lawrence. Love the pick. I mean, at 1-8, I was pretty happy that he that he slid that far. Um, came back around, got Dak Prescott, really solidified the, uh, the super flex position there. Um, so I feel really good about my first two picks. Uh, was able to get Devontae Smith in the third round, which uh, for me, at that point, there had been a lot of wide receivers taken off the board. So he was kind of the... Last guy I felt really good about, and and I was happy to get him there also. Came back in round four and kind of really doubled down on, on the super black position and, and got my third quarterback um, to a tug of Iola. And, and really, whether or not he ends up being a long-term piece on my team or a trade, a trade piece, either way, I'm happy. Um, so whether or not I got Lawrence and – to a tug of Viola for long term, and I and I move Dak, or I, I'm moving to a because maybe I got some concerns about the head stuff. Uh, one of those guys is going to probably end up going, and I'll and I'll pick a fourth guy uh, at some point coming up here as really my sure. my long term QB three. Um, but then I was able to get Swift in the fifth, Brandon Ayuk um, in the sixth, and Miles Sanders to me, and all the way down in the seventh round was the last of the guys that I felt really, really good about at the running back position. So I'm glad I solidified that. I don't have to worry too much about those two guys and the running back position, maybe for a few more rounds in round eight. I got, um, Aaron Waller, um, was a guy that I, you know, obviously moved from Oakland to, um, the giants in the off season. I think, I think he has got a ton of upside in that offense there's just not a lot of other proven weapons, so I think he's going to be a, a target monster. And he's an older guy, so I'm going to have to come back eventually and kind of backfill that position with some youth. Uh, but I feel pretty good about this team overall. I do feel like this is going to be a team that can compete as well. I'm also not, like, super young. Um, and there's some guys that are already producing. All these guys, uh, I feel like, are, are guys that are ready to produce and kind of be on a winning team. I'm going to need to bulk up uh, my depth. I'm going to have to bulk up um, my wide, wide receiver room in particular um, going forward. Uh, but I feel pretty good about this team so far. Perfect. And then I went with Justin Herbert at 1-5, the last guy in kind of that, I would say, second tier I think Mahomes and Allen are kind of in their own tier right now. And then you have Hertzborough and Herbert that I think are kind of their own tier. You could argue, you know, should Lawrence or Fields and some of those guys maybe be in that tier too. But I really feel good about those three guys, all younger players that can produce right now for me. Got Bijan at 2-8, uh, absolute steal. Pitts at 3-5. At Probably my riskiest pick of all of my selections, but – Clearly has a ton of upside. Daniel Jones was one that was tough because I was really hoping Tua was going to fall and then I was going to settle for Jackson Smith and Jigba. And, you know, neither one of those really worked out. But I do like Jones there. I would like him even more in the fifth. Uh, but I wanted to make sure that I didn't miss out on him. And then I did something that I don't do a lot. But this year I found myself doing more just because of the depth at wide receiver. I actually took two running backs before even having – my first wide receiver. So I took Javante Williams there at 5'5". 
And then I went three straight wide receivers, Jamison Williams, Jahan Dotson, and Deontay Johnson. So three, two younger receivers and one that's probably in his prime right now. All guys that I think can absolutely produce. There's, It's not as sexy uh, because I don't have that top guy to kind of anchor it. I don't have the you know, Chase or St. Brown or Jefferson or, you know, somebody like that to really anchor the group. But that's a lot of really good wide receiver two, wide receiver three types. And if I can get one or two more of those guys, I'm going to feel pretty good about my team overall. So with that, that wraps up the first eight rounds of our Superflex mock draft. We will be back in the Nerd Herd episode with the last 12. So if you want to hear how this all plays out, Make sure to tune in to the Nerd Herd episode. Adios.